0: Hello, welcome to 25 Cents, an Apple Arcade podcast. I'm Chris.
1: And I'm Nick. Each episode, we'll be talking about the Apple Arcade games we've tried, what we keep going back to, and what we think might be great games to check out if you've got kids.
0: you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts or on the web at goodstuff.fm. I don't know if having the music helps you get in the mood for recording. It's not really important for the... Yeah, <coughs> technically. For yeah, what we're it's doing, uh, right?
1: you know it's, it's about it's all about what setting the scene or whatever. Uh, yeah, <laughs> get yourself in that that podcasting mindset.
0: That's where that's actually why the, the so we're not live streaming this one like we normally or often do. So I'm trying to rearrange windows while I'm doing this, which I got this new window management thing that's just it was working for me and now it's not. Of course, as I record, so let's just stop the music so we can hear each other. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're not live streaming this one like we normally do. And so it I find even if there's like nobody little actually nobody watching or listening live, the idea that we're doing it live still helps me remember that this is a thing that, you know, we want to have energy for right. and we want to be right interesting we want to be on. versus like just a Discord chat. Yeah. Put on the radio voice or whatever. So um but yeah, like I was saying to you before, I'm I, I realized as we set up to record this week that I I don't think I've touched a video game. And other than, this is your fault, this is, so I I got you to buy a Switch, you got me back into letterpress, which is, uh I don't know if that's <laughs> a fair trade, definitely not economically <laughs> fair trade, but my entire family actually, we've, we have set up a little group and we've been doing the letterpress thing and the kids have been loving it too. It's actually, I mean, for lack of school time, it's actually a pretty good game to, you know, get kids thinking about words and letters and arranging them and trying them out and our youngest, both my wife and I were like, She's seven, and so we played a game, and we were kind of like taking it easy or whatever, and then she actually beat both of us in the game. Not We weren't trying our hardest, but still, you know. And the funny thing is she's had her own little avatar or whatever in the game, and she picked a photo of herself from when she was like one and a half. So it's like extra insult to injury (laughs) being beat by a one-year-old, it looks like.
1: I've been defeated by a baby.
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So anyways, how's your uh, quarantine corner going these days?
1: Uh, You know, it's it's pretty... um pretty routine at at this point as as good or bad as that may be um obviously you know have the have the privilege of working from home so uh don't have to go out and about except for occasional grocery runs um the you know the i think the the main thing we're thinking about is is all of the sort of when is the school uh the next school news gonna drop about about fall because i'm uh I'm doubtful that first grade is going to be a normal year to start it with anyway. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, That's tough. We
1: haven't, we haven't talked to my son about that yet, but I I feel like sometime this summer, the district is going to give us the bad news. Because
0: what the university has done here locally is uh, they've announced that the fall is going to be online, just flat out. That's the way it is. We're not even going to bother waiting to find out what happens over the summer. We're just going to say it's going to be online, I think. And that's, it does help everybody obviously prepare and get set for what is going to be in rather than like in August or whatever, trying to make a quick call of what should we do? But yeah, that's, I think we're also kind of like, I'm hoping for like school to end. That's where every morning is a new fight of figuring out procedures and (laughs) schoolwork and all that stuff. And then once that's Looking forward to that being done. Like I said, I think in the last episode, I think I'm just going to pull it. We want to kind of want to pull our kids out of school for like a two week vacation as if we were, you know, just like we might normally do it around this time of year, except right. just to not actually have to do schoolwork. But yeah, yeah, it's, I haven't, I've thought often about the, you know, the grade eights, the grade 12s, you know, university grads or whatever missing out. But now we're yeah thinking about going back to school and there's a lot of people who are like, Kindergartners or grade ones or whatever, or is there, this is going to be their first experience of going to school. That's going to be dramatically different, obviously, if things go the way that they might.
1: Yeah. I haven't talked to our, our next door neighbors, their son just graduated high school. And I think he said he was going to, um, uh, I think it's just Seattle University. You know, so it's right across town. So I wonder if he was going to live at home anyway, or move across the city, or I don't know, but, you know, presumably now he will just stay at home and do things online. I, I don't know. Yeah. I think a lot of it's still up in the air, but the the public health recommendations seem like it's, that's going to change. Um, I wanted to jump back to just the kind of getting into Kids Corner and uh, incentivizing schoolwork time <laughs> and how that has gone with the different ages uh, in your experience. Because I know we have basically had to dangle afternoon screen time as the, this won't happen until You at least complete the two little worksheets that the teacher sent you in in uh, the app. The app his teacher is using is called Seesaw,
0: which Seesaw is great for younger grades for sure. It works awesome, and and uh, each teacher's obviously is different. But that's yeah. For us, it's definitely been like the kids' expectation is basically eleven o'clock, which happens to be when we're recording now, uh, is when screen time can happen if you get you know X, Y, and Z done. And I'm my wife and I are. It's certainly the. Like, easy being, like, not not in a bad way, but it's, just, it's the easiest way to just be, like, screen time happens because the kids love it and that only can happen as this these other things are done. Some housework, some chores, and then the homework, obviously, and even just brushing your teeth, getting dressed, you know, that kind of stuff. And, right. But it does then set the expectation that screen time will always happen. And so that's what, now that the weather's warmer and it's kind of like, well, actually, why don't you guys just go outside for a bit and, like, do some other stuff? Uh, screen time is definitely still like, nope, that's why we're doing all this other stuff. The schoolwork, et cetera, is
1: so that we can get to screen time. And so it kind of like, we, we tend to get the like, you know, around, around like 4 p.m. It's like, what time is it? Because <laughs> I think um, in the past on school days, when, when he was physically going to school, there was sort of a you know, he, i think he would get home about 2:30 and then there was kind of a well let's do some other stuff and then kind of right before dinner you could have screen time but he kind of came to associate with like yeah it happens no matter what at yeah. a particular time <laughs> um i know uh you know the internet has been a buzz around sort of screen time related penalties there was that that mom who like deleted her kids minecraft <laughs> world and reddit was you know freaking out about it and sounded pretty bad and, i mean we 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 would never do anything Drastic, but we're trying to find that balance because I feel like screen time or not is one of the few things that we can use to be like either incentivize the finishing the things you have to do or your behavior is not okay right now and you are at risk of losing (laughs) the ones. (laughs) But at the same time, we don't really want to take screen time away because it really occupies him and (laughs) it can be a break for us to get like housework done or just uh, have a little bit of rest because obviously we were not fully expecting to be like. Me working in one room full time and my wife full time watching him every day uh, during the school year.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like that's my wife and I exactly because we, if we know, and with three kids, it's like one of them maybe loses, but the other two don't. And so that's what sets a whole different kind of dynamic of like, well, are they allowed to watch? And they, they, you know, get mad at each other for, (laughs) so he's trying to watch. He's not actually playing Lego or like last week, our one son was like, we thought he was outside in the trampoline, you know, playing in the yard. But actually he was in the base, like outside, but we looking through the basement window, watching our other son play. <laughs> <laughs> it's like anything just to like get a hit of the screen is how it, it's hard not to yeah. like associate with this like drug addiction. And like there's some, you know, obviously potential for that. Anyways, I don't think any of our kids are quite there yet. Because it it is interesting watching like you know you take it away for a couple of days and they kind of actually just relax about it they do kind of set back to uh, a bit of normal anyways but yeah it's it is still like the the biggest thing carrot or or penalty I guess that we can hang over them unfortunately so
1: yeah I think um, it, it's also it's harder because all the school stuff is basically screen time itself so yeah. it's like. <laughs> uh you know very very easy like wait are you doing the worksheet or are you just kind of like doodling in the app yeah uh kind of thing so you know we we're, we're working on it and i mean he's 6 and it's kindergarten so the the academics don't really matter but we're trying to you know kind of establish those good habits
0: yeah exactly so uh how where have you been in terms of the actual video game playing either like for yourself or or with your son, but like, what's what's grabbing your attention lately
1: on the on the switch? Uh, I picked up. I decided to pick up Star Wars pinball because it was on sale for uh, May the fourth. Oh, yeah. Um, and I had played one of the tables on the iPad version. This is Zen Pinball. Is the they're the ones who make the app, um, and I remembered it being pretty fun, but. It's definitely better with the physical uh, triggers on the switch than trying to tap a screen. And I, I always loved uh, physical pinball as a kid when I, when I got to somewhere that had one and had actual, you know quarters, 25 cents. Um, and then uh, I had had, for Mac way back in the day I don't know if you ever remember um, Crystal Caliburn was a, a awesome. digital pinball game for classic Mac, where you had to like collect the 12 nights of the Round Table.
0: I remember seeing I don't I don't think I ever owned it or played anyway,
1: it anyway that that's been fun and and there's you know the tables have different themes. some of them are for specific movies um, or even the the animated TV shows, some of which I haven't even seen um, and I mean it's it's just it's fun. it's like oh you know the they make the sound effects from the movie that you know and love or have a bit of the music yeah. um, and and I just like that that style of game uh, generally So that, that's what I've been playing on on switch uh, you you said you you really haven't been playing anything on switch as much.
0: No, and that's what, like, actually, I, I think my son right now is going, I just happened to mention and remind him about Breath of the Wild because he was trying to figure out, our one son actually lost screen time today. <laughs> so the other, that oh. if they're both, if they both have it, then <laughs> lately it's been uh fortnight that they're going back into. And if, but if not, then either Minecraft or something like uh, hockey or whatever, he'll play by himself right. and stuff, game, solo games. Um, but uh, so I, he might be back into Breath of the Wild, but that's, that is one where, unfortunately for me, the like. The 45 minutes time frame or hour or whatever might have in, in an evening, uh, I've been obsessed with catching up on and watching the Michael Jordan documentary on Netflix. That's been oh yeah, the last dance I've seen where,
1: a lot of people talking about that.
0: Yeah, and it's so like not to divulge too or diverge too far down that path, but it's, it is just an interesting. I'm not a huge sports nut, but I was you know a kid of. The 90s or whatever that when this all went down and so it's it's fun to sort of see it through their eyes and obviously tons of ego and controversy and all that kind of stuff that you didn't necessarily know what was going on behind the scenes and you get to a little peak of that behind that but um so that's where right yeah like the breath of the wild is still the big one that's hanging over me in terms of what i want to finish not in a bad way hanging over obviously <laughs> it's a very first yeah. real problem but
1: um, yeah you don't want your games to be chores for yeah sure. exactly
0: um, but, but yeah, that's, all. I'm curious to see if you dove back into that. He was also thinking of just going into, uh, the train, uh, I always forget the name of it. Control, control us. No, uh, con-
1: uh conduct,
0: conduct us, conduct, conduct together, conduct together. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and, uh, and diving back into that one a bit too, and just sort of having a bit of fun with it. Um but i see you've got Untitled Goose Game which um in the list here which i we had played when we had the Xbox Game Pass for a while as a family or each of us kind of picking it up at different times and uh, it's 20 bucks on the switch and i'm now i'm tempted now like going with the Pandemic Life of like actually that could be a fun little game to have especially for a single player to like you know Run through on the switch, either handheld or the big screen. It kind of works both ways. But how have you found it?
1: Yeah, so I mean, that that was one where that was like a critical darling. What last summer, last fall, and seemed like a lot of the people in the podcast world, video game podcast world, were were talking about that one. I was I was really excited to it uh, to see it. I think I'd actually seen the the booth set up at PAX. Oh, nice West two years ago, maybe before when they first were announcing it. I want to say, but. I just, it wasn't on uh, iOS, so I hadn't, I didn't have any other gaming platforms and I didn't want to get it for, um, I don't even remember if it was on Steam. But yeah, I, once we had the Switch, I was like, oh, maybe that's one I'll pick up and grabbed it. And, and the, the way that one works pretty well is, um, it's, it's more difficult than I expected, but I can play and it can be very entertaining for my son to watch as, as compared to some of the other ga- single player games you can play. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's, it's got the kind of colorful, Art style and some like kind of some goofiness of the the goose running around and honking at people that that make it pretty funny, and you have to like make people fall down or stuff like that. Um, so we've we've only done the one level, and I actually had to look up a walkthrough for the last <laughs> task because I could not figure out how to like grab the guy's hat, and it was very tricky. It took me like twenty plus tries to even execute it once I knew what the answer was. Um, <laughs> so it's interesting it's it's challenging but but fun and and got kind of has that goofy um uh goofy aesthetic yeah the
0: the replayability of that one is the replayability of that one is minimal obviously i would assume but but it is kind of a fun and it's only i think 20 bucks like i said so it's not like you're paying top premium price for the game um and it's it is a lot of fun i actually found it way more fun than i thought it was. i was glad i had the game pass sort of trial of it almost to just test it out and see and it was kind of like my uh, one one evening my wife and i just were sitting around and she was doing some work or whatever and i started up just to try it and all of a sudden we were both kind of trying to figure out the puzzles together for it and um and it's just visually it's a really beautiful game just to the colors palette and aesthetic of it is fun and and nice and then having the the uh dedicated honk button for your goose is yeah. a lot more very, satisfying. very critical. <laughs> yeah. than you, you might think so. <laughs> I'm curious, are you doing the digital download for games you buy or do you go out and get the actual cartridge or whatever they're called?
1: Um, so far, so the, so both the pinball and the untitled goose game are ju- we've just done digital downloads. We've done a few digital downloads um, of, of smaller games or demos like, like conduct together. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we have four physical cartridges, Um uh, that we we got at target um basically right after we got the switch, and we haven't we haven't gotten any other games. I think generally for the like the sixty dollar tier premium uh, titles, I think I would just get the physical cartridge. Um, yeah. and I think I remember reading that like there's some weird stuff around backing up your save state if you don't have Nintendo online, like there's not really a way to like if your switch dies or the the SD card gets wiped, you lose, you lose your game progress pretty easily. Yeah. If you,
0: there's certain games that support, they call it save data cloud and you have to have the switch online membership to support that or to do that. And so if you don't mm-hmm. have that, if the game doesn't support it and, or you don't uh, have uh switch online membership, then your save state is the only local on your switch. And so then, yeah, if the switch goes kaput, then your save state is gone as well. Uh, which is kind of a weird like pressure i guess to like upgrade but yeah (laughs) um i guess what else can you do um yeah that's where i was because we have the 32 or the all 32 meg 32 gig whatever it is 32 gig i guess um model and and yeah i was debating whether to pick up a memory card for it to like have the games on there the digital download because it is nice like if we're traveling to not have to carry a bunch of little cartridges and leave them in knows where and some gets lost in the van or whatever. but but then yeah if you get tired of a game it's kind of nice to be able to actually sell it or trade it with a friend or whatever um as you do so um yeah that's what we're still sorting that out i guess i kind of lean towards the cartridge version i've been i've almost gone to the point of getting um uh animal crossing because each every so often i'll be like i should just get it because it sounds like I just need to follow the addiction that everyone else has. Right.
1: Experience the experience, the trend while it's still cool.
0: Exactly. Not like a year later when everyone's like, why are you still playing?
1: (laughs) But, uh, but I've been living vicariously through like, I mean, it seems like basically everyone I know uh, has been playing that who, if they have a switch. Um, But I think I've seeing enough of it. I'm realizing it's, it's one of those more chore games that I think I would really get sucked into. Like, like I said, back in episode one or two of this show, um, you know, I had been playing that Star Trek, uh, free to play game for like two right. years and just kind of like daily logging in and clicking around just to like unlock new characters and it. And I feel like animal crossing has some of those elements, although obviously you just pay up front, um, and not yeah. a lot of these, as many of the simulation building elements that I, I tend to like.
0: And that, and yet though, there's like a ton of, you know, uh, what is it? User created content, I guess, mm-hmm. where like, I just saw like the, uh, production company that i follow the uh, sandwich video they like you know created their own logo and t-shirts and whatever inside the game that you can somehow get and and people are making these amazing worlds it's like it's verging on what minecraft kind of level kind of stuff almost right but obviously with still within the animal crossing aesthetic and, and style but um yeah it's it's one of those things where like just like the sims feels like i know that if i bought that whatever the latest version of the sims is we would easily lose days of our lives to that. <laughs> and whether that's a good thing or not, I guess, is up for debate. And uh, I think it's, yeah, like many games, it's like you feel busy in life. And so you, you want like a bit of an escape, but then the escape becomes the thing that actually makes your life even busier. So yeah. speaking of random things, though, to escape to, I just
1: saw Paper Mario was announced, I think, today. Is it as of, yeah. Yeah, I, I watched the trailer this morning.
0: And I have never played the Paper Mario, like, again, just with consoles that I had and didn't have at the right time with Nintendo. I had never played Paper Mario series, but uh, it certainly looks like a lot of fun. And uh, I was trying to see that comes out July 17th and maybe something that they've bumped up, I guess, to just in light of everything that's going on in the world, obviously, right now. And uh, right, looks like a fun.
1: Had you ever played any of
0: the Paper Mario none of, series? None
1: of the Paper Marios, Um, I guess, you, you know, so I I never had a Nintendo anything until the Wii I played a few NES and SNES games under emulation in in high school. And but most of my Nintendo time was at Friends. So it was usually the multiplayer stuff like Mario Kart, Smash, and Goldeneye uh, 64 were the, were the popular ones in the mid-90s. So I've never played any of the Mario, but it it looks really cool. Again, it's another one of those games where the the twist on the aesthetic is very appealing looking. You know, and then it's funny too, because actually last week uh, my son decided to get into origami, um, like oh. actual paper folding, because he found a <laughs> book of mine that I've had forever. And so, he asked me like, oh, you know, how do, how does this work? And then he wanted to do like, he made a few with my help. He made a few models to show for like the class Zoom show and tell. Um, so, I wonder if this would be particularly appealing to him uh, if, if he's still interested in origami in a couple months. I mean, he's six and a half. So, who knows very easy to
0: get to get them back into things and for them to forget about things Mm -hmm. at the same time so um so yeah moving on to uh, i guess apple tv and apple corner what uh there's some again it it feels like i I, there's every week or so i check mac rumors and various sites and there's some sort of like little tantalizing detail about the new apple tv that's now i think the latest thing is that it's basically ready to go they just you know didn't need to decide when to release it and they just released some new uh what was it new MacBook Pro 13-inch model or whatever. Right. So that kind of gets them you know, a headline for a couple of weeks. And so I, I can see them with nothing else. And then there's WWDC, the Worldwide Developer Conference that Apple does every year coming up in June here. That's a, a virtual, obviously, now uh, conference. And so it's not something that generally they would announce at that because it doesn't really have anything to do with developers other than developers who are making games for the oh, Apple TV now, potentially, I guess. Um, but anyways, we'll. I'm hoping soon-ish, yeah. but... Now that summer's here, it's kind of like, well, we'll just wait until the fall, I guess, and hopefully it's out by then. I don't know <laughs> where are you at with it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think um, you know it could be a big part of our our console lineup. Most of the most of the arcade games we played, if we're playing together, it's on um, uh, the the family iPad, um, which you know has limitations, but we have a controller. And then I am playing a lot of the smaller games, especially the 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 more um, casual games, just on my phone. Uh, my my game time like like you said you've been kind of on a on a hiatus. My game time has been weird because I've been like in a crunch time at work, um, but the games are still also like a nice escape to kind of wind down in the evening at some point, maybe like while my son is falling asleep or or similar. The one thing I was really I, there've been a few new Apple Arcade releases that I have not tried, but I was really excited last week when they announced uh, Other Side, uh, which is was a board game like a strategy board game. Um, and I was really hopeful because it's like, oh, great. You know, this is one of the genres that I felt like was kind of missing on Apple Arcade, but it was, it was kind of disappointing. Um, it's, it's basically just a, it, it is a board game, but the board game is almost more the aesthetic and, um, the, the gimmick is very clearly trying to capitalize on stranger things. So it's got the, the, the game when you open the app, you appear to be opening like an eighties era, Milton Bradley board game box, uh, and like picking mm-hmm. your little figurines and, uh, setting up. Um, I've only played a few rounds, but it's, it's pretty much a, uh turn-based kind of tactics game where there's monsters that are spawning. And then you have, uh, at least in the version i was playing you have two characters and each of them has a couple of actions they can do on a turn and you roll dice to do attacks and collect things around the map before you can leave the map and and complete the the level um i think the, the you know the the aesthetic is kind of cool if you're into that it's definitely not one i could play with my son age-wise cuz there's like kind of some scary monsters and kind of a creepy uh, vibe to it all um but the the game loop is just really samey it's basically like uh, okay, it's my turn. Is there a monster in range? Shoot at it. If not, move to the next square. Like it, I don't know. It just, it, it was not appealing to me.
0: The story element or the story to it is not enough to like, it's not exciting enough or interesting enough, I guess, to want to keep there's, there's really not a lot of story. It's pretty of-
1: thin. I mean, I guess oh, okay. maybe, I, I I didn't watch Stranger Things because it, it seemed too horror adjacent for me to be interested. Although I'm sure I would love all the old vintage uh, D&D content that I've heard is in there. But so so I don't I'm not familiar with kind of what the what they're going for as like a a style pastiche, but yeah it just it didn't grab me and and I'm pretty into board games um so I I think I was kind of going in with maybe too high of expectations um so that that was that was too bad I I think you know if you like uh kind of a turn based tactics games um it it would still appeal um but it it just wasn't wasn't for me.
0: And it is from the developers who make What the Golf, another favorite of ours that uh looks like. And it could be just a publisher, I guess, depending on if it's the same developer or publisher, but um is it multiplayer compatible? Like can you play it with people on the, on device, or is it it doesn't I don't see anything in their description that indicates that it is? Um
1: you know, I didn't uh, notice that. It seemed like you were just taking turns for each character, but um Right. I, I I've already deleted it off my phone. <laughs> I go. gave it like That's five or six like, chances, but yeah, that
0: is the good basic recommendation. Yeah. Like, is it still on your phone or not? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I think it I only got into unlocking the short game mode, which is there about 10 minute rounds and you have two characters to play with, but it looked like you could go up to three or four characters with larger maps. So if I'd stuck with it, maybe it would get more interesting, but
0: and the other announcements? Uh, you, you you posted here Unreal Engine, which I haven't actually watched. The, I watched one little trailer loop or whatever for uh, someone posted on Twitter about the Unreal Engine, which is the the engine behind a lot of popular action-y games. Um, Unreal, obviously, way back in the day, but that's uh, <laughs> like Fortnite is based on the Unreal Engine, I believe. And
1: yeah, it's it the because it's it's of, built by Epic Games, who built Fortnite, and you know way back they built um, the Unreal game and. I know I put a lot of time into Unreal Tournament uh yeah as a as an early um you know online multiplayer uh, shooter um so yeah so Unreal Engine 4 is the current generation which Fortnite uses and they've they the announcement uh you know demo came out yesterday for Unreal Engine 5 which is going to land on next gen consoles in 2021 but they also said it was going to support iOS and their demo went really interestingly into these sort of their, their lighting system and their very high triangle count system. And I, I'm really curious how that will scale down to iOS and as well as handling all the way up to, you know, the, the highest end uh, consoles and, and gaming PCs. Um, obviously the demo was for, for PlayStation five. So very high end graphics, um, look, looked really amazing. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I, I touched a little bit on, um, uh, computer graphics and the math behind it in my, education many years ago so it's it's always interesting to me to kind of wonder about like oh what kinds of you know projection and how are they distributing this this light data across a huge scene so quickly you know in basically in real time having having studied some of those algorithms the old, well the old versions of, of those algorithms certainly not the state of the art um, so that, that, was, that was pretty cool to see and uh, you know if i think if you remember like kind of for a while they were, I want to say kind of the w, Epic Games had sort of an iOS demo app at WWDC every year. It was usually some sort of like sword fighting thing. Uh, I forget the name of it, but so they they were, Epic and Apple were always working together to kind of be like, hey, see, take iOS seriously for for games, um, for 3D games in particular with with high-end graphics. And I think between Metal and the latest A-series chips and what they're doing with Apple Arcade, it's pretty clear that you know, Apple could be a a really good in a really good console position uh, in the next, you know, maybe not rivaling the, the PS five or the um, what's it What's the next Xbox going to be? It's, it's a confusing name. Yeah. It's like not the Xbox X, Xbox one Uh, S Xbox one X something. Anyway. Yeah. Good, good product (laughs) naming there, Microsoft. But, but yeah, so I think uh, it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out um, with, with, Developers being able to use it, and maybe even for Apple Arcade Games, because there was also, I think they announced um, for small developers the you don't have to pay a license for the engine on your first million dollars of revenue, which is a change. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And they're yeah. letting you use their Epic online platform that powers Fortnite uh, as well. So lots, lots of cool stuff there that I think will make for really cool games on iOS um, in the next couple of years. Maybe not arcade games, but just generally.
0: It's just... The- <laughs> it's the xbox series x is the next one but um the yeah the just like linux on desktop every year is like this is the year of linux on every year is like this is the year apple is going to finally get gaming yeah and Yeah. We hope that with Apple Arcade and just the experience they've gained, obviously working with game developers close hand, uh, you know, in in a better relationship than just like random publishers here and there and just big name publishers. Hopefully they've gotten a bit more experience and they have a bit more data, user data on what works and what doesn't. and, And then bring that over to the Mac on, on, um, with Apple Arcade and Apple TV. It feels like yeah, the time is right, but it felt like the time was right two years ago too. I remember when yeah. the Apple TV was upgraded and it was like, oh, this is so perfect. And then just kind of like Minecraft even came out for it, but then eventually they stopped developing it for Apple TV for whatever reason. And, um, probably just cause it was frustrating to deal with Apple cause they, they're big on the hype of it, <laughs> but very uh, slow or non-existent on the long-term execution and sticking in it for the long-term. So, uh, kind of like whenever I register a domain name and I just get excited about the idea, but don't actually follow through on the execution long term.
1: Or <laughs> starting a new podcast. So so you're you're one of those pod- podcasters with a with a la- large hover bill.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Luckily, most of mine are clients, but oh, uh, true. I'm just trying to get rid of them. <laughs> but
1: uh, what other what
0: other games are you going back to these days? In terms of uh, yeah, whether iOS or otherwise, again. Yeah,
1: so I mean we've we've been on a longer break between episodes here. So I was I was making a lot of progress on Skyfish up until last week, and I am now, as far as I can tell, stuck on the final boss. Um, I have not yet caved. So, if you lose to a uh, um, if you die a couple times in a row, it'll actually give you a a prompt that says like, "It looks like the game is too hard. Do you want to make it easier?" And I haven't said yes yet. <laughs> um, so, I'm probably gonna beat my head against the that a few more times to see if I can figure out um, his attack patterns. But yeah, the the difficulty level really ramped up in the last world of of Skyfish, um, which which I think we discussed last episode is kind of this Zelda like a uh, game so it's still fun i think if i keep getting stuck i'll probably just dial down that difficulty level um i know my friend andrew who listens to the show said he did the same for sort of the end of the game for the last few big fights because it just it it was starting to get in the territory of annoying hard not fun hard um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we'll see and then uh perhaps foolishly i opened up hearthstone again uh yesterday for the first time in uh, I think since last fall, because I saw on Twitter when that I saw that in the notes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, oh no. no, yeah!"
1: Because I've been uh, uh, you know a Blizzard guy for for a long time and played uh, World of Warcraft for many years, uh, and I had played Hearthstone on and off for a long time. But they have a new expansion, and there were some free cards if you logged in and you know completed a few quests, kind of thing. First one's always free. I know exactly. Um, I don't know <laughs> that I would get that much back into it because I never was very competitive i was enjoying the single player content more than playing uh, random people online um but yeah it, it's a potentially very uh dangerous game i mean the 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 graphics are great and the story is fun and reminds me of some of my you know raiding days in wow uh back in the day but i don't know if uh i don't know if it'll really grab me back in cuz um i can already see how it's like oh yeah if I wanted to be competitive, I would have to put in, play like several games a day to get like good, figure out a good deck and like really start to go at it. And like, but that's just never been me. Um, I have a coworker mm-hmm. who made it up into like the top tier competitive rankings a couple years ago. I know, but yeah, I, I, nice. I, might, I might touch it a little bit, but just when there's like not nothing grabbing me on, on arcade, but I think I'll probably just shelve it again. It is very much that old model that I felt like Apple Arcade was kind of uh, getting us away from. Although I think, as far as in-app purchases go, Hearthstone is pretty uh, mild and positive user experience compared to a lot of the shovelware that ends up on mobile platforms. Yeah, um, yeah for sure. Uh, and of course, I was I was really into those sort of strategy card games, the physical ones, uh, as a kid. You know, I had the Star Wars one and the Star Trek one and Magic the Gathering back in the day. Um, I think one thing that's interesting is I think. Didn't Valve do like a really high-end trading card game, digital trading card game launch last year that just kind of fizzled? Like Hearthstone really just seems to be what people are playing in that um I mean it'd be like if you know there was only one if like there was only one arena shooter right now and no one was playing any other one or something like that.
0: Yeah. And even like, you know, you hear all just like with Fortnite or whatever, like you, you hear about that one, but there is still lots of other games that are really popular in that genre. Right. But, yeah. Um, all right. Well, anything else before we wrap up here?
1: No, I think that kind of covers it. We didn't, we didn't have as much to rapid fire through this episode, but uh, lots to talk about since we had a longer break with work schedules and quarantine routines but uh, I think that kind of covers everything. Uh, there's a lot of great games out there, and um, I I still am having fun playing with them. I don't know. Hopefully, you will have some time to get back into game breaks uh, <laughs> at some point.
0: It's funny. I was actually like going to use. This is like again. This is how my brain works. So, like I'll use the excuse of uh, I almost picked up a what would it be called the HDMI to USB uh, adapter box thing, like Elgato or whatever one of those things to like be able to hook up my switch to the computer, my iMac here, mm-hmm. and then live stream it as a way of like because I like to, I love the idea of doing live stream stuff. I like playing video games and I don't have time to do both. <laughs> it's kind of my mentality. And so like, got it. I, yeah. Like, so
1: you want to be, you want to stream what you're doing so you can kind of just kind of talk to an audience. uh so, yeah.
0: just for messing around more, like, I don't even, if nobody watches, that's fine, but it's like, I love the, the technology of being able to live stream and how that all works still fascinates me. That's why we do it or I do it at good stuff anyways, often with over on our Twitch channel. Um, it has nothing to do with trying to generate, I mean, Obviously, there's a bit of like, hopefully new people find us because they happen to watch on Periscope or whatever. But I'm just fascinated by the technology, just like I'm fascinated by gaming and stuff. And so combine the two. But then, yeah, when everything hit here, it was kind of like I was debating, picking one of those up. And then basically everything sold out because everybody started getting. They also happen to be usable for uh, hooking up your your high-end DSLR camera as your webcam. So everybody bought these things. Uh I mean, obviously, I could find one if I wanted, but anyways, it's just a long story to say that uh, someone tell me on Twitter that I should buy one, and (laughs) I'll go order one, and they would love to watch me play Switch games badly. Uh, Thank you for listening to 25 Cents, an Apple Arcade and Stuff podcast. You can find me on Twitter at
1: iChris. And you can find me on Twitter and most everywhere else as UltraNerdNURD. And you can find 25 Cents wherever you listen to podcasts, of course, at goodstuff.fm or... (laughs) I keep looping (laughs) oh my brain i need to stop my brain have you, have you tried turning it off and on again <laughs> i should <laughs> maybe blowing on the cartridge Yep.
0: uh you can find you can find 25 cents wherever you listen to podcasts of course be sure to check out our good stuff patreon patreon.com slash good stuff and good is the website for the podcast network with other shows that are also broadcasting and podcasting and all other things thanks for listening have a great day bye bye